Welcome to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors, Leaders Made Here. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Pamela Banks. Our guest today is Angela Torito. She's going to share with us how having a positive attitude is good for our health and wealth. Angela's company is Angela Torito Training and Coaching in Boca Raton, Florida. She is a licensed realtor in New York and Florida. She's also a national speaker and trainer for courses such as Reback, ZipLogic, RPR, and our very own Women's Council, PMN. Angela, you are definitely a multifaceted woman. It is our pleasure to have you join us today. Welcome. Thank you, Pamela. It is my pleasure to be here. You know, you and I go way back. We have known each other a long time. I've taken your courses. I've taken your coaching. And I always enjoy your beautiful smile. And I think having a positive attitude starts with that very little thing, having a beautiful smile. So we're putting on your coaching hat today. And I want to ask you a couple questions. As a coach, you come across many different people. Some are positive. Some are not so positive. How can a positive attitude affect our life? Oh, my goodness, Pamela, that is such a loaded question. Happiness comes from within. And when you project a good positive attitude, that's when people are attracted to you. So it's very important that we work on ourselves and always have that inner happiness because it does radiate you know, I, I believe that's true. And the other day I was thinking about the smile and how that simple little gesture can mean so much. And a smile brightens up our soul and it fills our heart with gladness. So when we want to talk about positivity, I think the very first thing is, is to remember to smile. So inner happiness is key. And often, you know, I think that a lot of times we look at conflict as being something negative in our lives. And we all have to deal with conflict. There's no doubt about it. Actually, though, adversity is what makes us stronger. So what is key to turning an adversity into something positive? I think the first thing that I focus on, and I do tell my coaching clients, is to use a lot of empathy. Try to understand where that other person is coming from, or why did this happen to us? That's the question we get all the time. Why is this happening to me? I just got my momentum going. My business is going great. And now all of a sudden we've got a real estate disruptor and everything is changing. So the the first thing to understand is empathy. When you are happy within yourself, that's the next step. The next step is to really understand others, believe that they are doing the very best they can. And when you think and walk through another person's shoes, that's when you will truly understand and be creative on how to resolve conflict and make changes in your life. We all have to be extremely flexible, especially during our health crisis right now. We we need to understand that, yes, our customers are afraid. Many of them don't want to open their homes to us. Many people can't fly to our area to do their real estate transactions. So there's a lot of things we need to think about and staying calm and working through our own stress and projecting happiness, a smile, empathy. That is what everyone needs right now. 
You know, I, when I think about what you're saying, the flexibility, the empathy, and that mm-hmm. is all key to understanding someone else. Mm-hmm. Normally, when, when we're dealing with conflict, we have to think about it. It's, it's not, don't take it personal. Normally, it's something mm-hmm. going on in someone else's life. And what I think is, is as we start to focus on maybe how to be more empathetic and flexible, especially mm-hmm. in, in different difficult times, we do get stronger. I think about when the market turned and we all, you know, real estate went down the dumps and it was just horrible. However, out of it, we learned that you have to save for a rainy day. You have to look ahead and you have to do things that make you happy. So what are, what are things that you do that make you happy? Great question. Well, I meditate. I've always been a meditator. I do my yoga. I love walking on the beach, although that's been taken away from me right now, temporarily. Hopefully in a month or two, our beaches will open up here. Being by the water is very tranquil to me. So it's important that I get that feeling back. And sometimes I'll just play some music that is wave music. Because that centers me. Everybody has their own way of centering themselves. One of the books that I started reading many years ago, and this is really going to date me, it's 1998. It's called The Art of Happiness. It's a handbook for living. And it was written by His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, and Howard Cutler, MD. And this was a book that I somehow stumbled across in 1998. And it's all about the purpose of life the right to happiness, the sources of happiness, training your mind for happiness, and then reclaiming our innate state of happiness. So it's important right now for all of us, make sure you're meditating, doing something for you, having your alone time so your creative mind can start to take over. We should all be doing a lot more exercise right now to keep our bodies strong and also so that we feel better. So these are things that I'm doing right now for a positive outlook. I've also began, as of April 1st, Angela Answers. This is a complimentary group coaching session where anyone can call in. And you don't have to show up every week. Just call in with your challenges. Let me help you work through them. They could be life challenges. They could be financial challenges. They could be business growth or just stress issues. So we're having a nice response from that. I know Pamela, you joined us a couple of weeks ago and uh, I get, I'm going to continue doing those coaching sessions till the last person doesn't show up. You know, uh, this is the time to really step back. And, and I think that slowing down a little bit has helped all of us to realize that we do need to take care of ourselves first in order to be able to take care of others. And, you know, I was on your Angela Answers presentation, and what was really good is to hear other people that, you know, we're all in this together, and we're all going to get out of this together, and how, you know, I think when we feel like we're not in this alone, it just makes us feel better. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. There is nothing that you are going through right now that somebody else isn't going through. You may not be connected to that person right now. However, the challenges are really all the same for all of us. And I know that in the beginning, when offices started closing, listings started canceling, buyers weren't coming into town to buy, we needed to recreate ourselves somehow. And I think that the first week or so were a little bit like 
yeah, I've got house projects. I'm going to work at home for a little while. And I'm going to get my home in order, get my family rearranged, get my finances in order. And then after the second or third week, I think a lot of people started grieving the loss of their business or what do I do now? And, and a lot of it was the, the anger and the grieving and the loss of momentum started to come out. Now we're somewhere around week seven here. And, you know, we are, we are still focusing. However, a lot, of, a lot of agents are working on their continuing education, a mm-hmm. lot are uh, rearranging their business plans. And that's one thing that we started to get into on the coaching calls. What do we do for a business plan? We're not going to totally throw away our 2020 plan, but we've got to make adjustments. Those that survive in this business are the ones that work on themselves and have the ability to be flexible to change gears right away. I mean, one of the things that happened to me was several coaching clients canceled. All my classroom training canceled. Now the whole world is teaching webinars. So, you know, that is just one part of my business that totally fell apart in the month of April. And I know that all of these agents that are on the call right now and affiliates are trying to figure out what to do next. We have to pivot, we have to be flexible, and we have to just keep going. If the world has gone virtual, that's where we need to go. And how much we've learned about virtual. I mean, whoever heard of Zoom, you know, me, I'd never heard of that, and now I'm almost a pro at it. And podcasts, all these different (laughs) things that are are now part of our everyday life, which I think is pretty amazing. So things are going to change. And you mentioned a few things about keeping a positive attitude, how it benefits you as far as, you know, more exercise, more health, being flexible, being empathetic. So we are going to conclude. I want you to, uh, before we conclude, let people know how can they get a hold of you if they're interested in Angela's Answers or some coaching or, or anything like that. Thank you. I have a Facebook business page called Angela Torito Training and Coaching. Please go online and like it. That's where you will see a lot of my events and things that I'm offering. So it's Angela Torito Training and Coaching. My phone number is 585-230-6287. Now leave us with a great little bit of advice. All right. If I might, I have a story that came across to me uh, about a week ago, and I just thought it was perfect for all of our WCR members and affiliates. And this is a story about a mother and her daughter. I'd love to read this to you. It's about carrots, eggs, and coffee. A young woman went to her mother and told her about her life and how things were so hard for her. She did not know how she was going to make it and wanted to give up. She was tired of fighting and struggling. It seemed as one problem was solved, a new one arose. Her mother took her to the kitchen. She filled three pots with water and placed each on a fire. Soon the pots began to boil. In the first, she placed carrots. In the second, she placed eggs. And in the last, she placed ground coffee beans. She let them sit and boil without saying a word. In about 20 minutes, she turned off the burners. She fished the carrots out, placed them in a bowl. She pulled the eggs out and placed them in a bowl. Then she ladled the coffee out and placed it in a bowl. Turning to her daughter, she asked, tell me what you see. Carrots, eggs, and coffee, she replied. Her mother brought her closer and asked her to feel the carrots. She did and noticed that they were soft. The mother then asked the daughter to take an egg and break it. 
After pulling off the shell, she observed the hard-boiled egg. Finally, the mother asked the daughter to sip the coffee. The daughter smiled as she tasted its rich aroma. The daughter then asked, what does it mean, mother? Her mother explained that each of these objects had faced the same adversity, boiling water. Each reacted differently. The carrot went in strong, hard, and unrelenting. However, after being subjected to the boiling water, it softened and became weak. The egg that had been fragile, its thin outer shell had projected its liquid interior. But after sitting through the boiling water, its insides became hardened. The ground coffee beans were unique, however. After they were in the boiling water, they had changed the water. Which are you, she asked her daughter. When adversity knocks on your door, how do you respond? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? Think of this. Which am I? Am I the carrot? That seems strong. But with pain and adversity, do I wilt and become soft and lose my strength? Am I the egg that starts with a malleable heart but changes with the heat? Did I have a fluid spirit, but after a death, a breakup, a financial hardship, or some other trial, have I become hardened and stiff? Does my shell look the same, but on the inside, am I bitter and tough with a stiff spirit and hardened heart? Or am I like the coffee bean? The bean actually changes the hot water, the very circumstance that brings the pain. When the water gets hot, it releases the fragrance and flavor. If you are like the bean, when things are at their worst, you get better and change the situation around you when the hour is the darkest and trials are their greatest. Do you elevate yourself to another level? How do you handle adversity? Are you a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean? The happiest of people don't necessarily have the best of everything. They just make the most of everything that comes along their way. The brightest future will always be based on a forgotten past. You can't go forward in life until you let go of your past failures and heartaches. When you were born, you were crying, and everyone around you was smiling. Live your life so at the end, you're the one who is smiling, and everyone around you is crying. May we all be the coffee. Wow. Angela, you got me crying. Are you kidding? That was such a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate your time with us. This podcast is a wrap. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you for listening to this podcast installment from the Women's Council of Realtors. Leaders made here. 